Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. As we're working our way through Paul's letter to the Ephesians, Colin, you're reminding us time and time again that the the reason for Paul writing this letter was to remind, teach the people, tell the people that God's purpose is so much greater than their own small situation. The church is to have a global impact. And every person, every member of the church has a ministry. And everyone, a ministry is a work of service, a particular way in which God calls that person to serve him. And that in the fulfilling of our various works of service or ministries, this is how the body of Christ will be built up. This is how God's purposes will be fulfilled in the world. Not just through a few particularly anointed or godly people, but through the whole body of Christ being what it is called to be because God's glory is to be revealed in the church, not just in specific ministries, but in the whole church. And this is what we want to see in every city, town, and village in this and every nation, that the glory of God is revealed through his people, not just in services, not just in meetings, but in his people, that they are bearing much fruit for the glory of God, that they're touching the lives of other people with the life, the love, and the power, with the dynamic of Jesus Christ who lives in them. And this is really what Paul is saying in this whole epistle. And he says in verse 14 of chapter 4, those who are mature in this way will no longer be like immature toddlers, easily swayed and pulled this way and that. They will not be like corks bobbing about on the sea or like falling leaves that are at the mercy of any wind that blows them around. Immature people are like that because they do not have a grasp of the truth of God's word. So they are easily swayed by the latest fashion in spiritual teaching. They are deceived by those who want to manipulate and use them and their money for their own ends. The mature are not like that. They speak the truth to others out of love for them and therefore in a loving way. They are believers who keep growing in their faith, becoming more and more like Christ, who is the head of the body to which they belong. From him, the head, the whole body is to draw together in unity. Every part is to fulfill its function in love, for the health of the whole body. And this is accomplished by each fulfilling the work Christ has appointed for him or her. See, it's also very clear, isn't it, when you have a translation like this that brings out the meaning of what Paul says. I, as, as I use this new translation, I'm finding that I'm having to explain things less and less because, you know, the translation does quite a bit of the explaining for you. But here Paul contrasts the mature and the immature. See, mature people... It's got nothing to do with age, by the way. You can have young people that are very mature spiritually, and you can have people that have been in the church all their lives who are still very immature spiritually. So it's got absolutely nothing to do with age and experience. It's got to do with your spiritual perception. And what Paul is saying is those who think maturely, who've got mature attitudes, um, they understand that God's purpose is for them to be men and women of the word and of the spirit and 
to have their focus on fulfilling the plan and purpose that God has for their lives and not to get swayed and pulled about, oh, look what's happening over there, let's go and do this, or look what's happening over there, let's go and have a part of this, or or let's read this latest book, which is the latest fashion, the latest, oh, look, I've just received this glorious new revelation of this and that. They're not flitting about from one thing to another like that, but they're purple of di- people of direction, they're people of purpose, because they're following leaders of direction and purpose. They're very focused people, and they, they, keep, they keep that focus no matter what is going on. They won't be distracted by the world. They're not going to get led away by deception, by what the enemy is putting before them. That's a sign of immaturity. But mature people would test everything by the word of God. They will they will understand what is not the word. They will understand what is not the spirit. They will have that spiritual perception, you see. So they will keep their focus. They will keep walking with the Lord no matter what happens to other people. So even in one church, you can have some people that are, you know, flitting about here and there, but but the real heart, the mature people within the church will keep their focus, they will keep faith, they will keep walking obediently, they they will maintain their their walk in righteousness and in unity with God. So Paul is is making this this great contrast and 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 he's saying that the mature speak the truth. They keep hold of the truth and they test whatever they hear about and what is happening against the truth of God's word. And they want to communicate that. Their faith becomes stronger and stronger. They reveal more and more of Jesus in their lives. It's as if they're becoming more like him. They they really are concerned for the unity of the church, holding everybody together and not sort of getting off on the latest fashion or the latest idea. Uh, and so you have, uh, you have this sense of a healthy body because um, these mature people are concerned not just for their own welfare, but for the health of the whole body. It's a wonderful, wonderful picture that of the church that Paul has and that he is expressing here in this in this uh, epistle and all of it done in the spirit of love which i guess really is the is the key in all this yes because we've got to proclaim the truth in love that's not in sentimentality but what does it mean to communicate the truth in love that you are concerned in every situation to communicate the truth even even if sometimes it has to be confrontational even if sometimes you have to bring correction and discipline into people's lives that's that's the responsibility of leaders. And Paul then goes on, you see, to really talk about how to keep walking in God's ways, because this is what the mature will want to do. The immature will le- easily get led astray by this, that, and the other, which is why, you know, you will have immature people coming into the church, immature spiritually, and they need to be really discipled by the mature so that they can rapidly become mature themselves. So Paul says in verse 17, Now I will tell you something so important that I insist in the Lord's name that you respond to what I say. You must no longer live in the way that those who belong to the world live. Worldly thinking is futile. Now, this this is the problem, you see, with the immature. They're still full of worldly thinking. <laughs> 
because it takes a little bit of time for our minds to get readjusted and our attitudes change so that we think as God thinks and and uh, we test everything, uh, our opinions and, and what we listen to and what we watch and I mean, against the will of God, against the wor- word of God. We, 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 we test everything uh, by this plumb line of God's word and, and, and of what he has revealed to us in and through Jesus. So Paul says, worldly people live in spiritual darkness without understanding God's purposes. They do not possess his life and they remain in ignorance. Because their hearts are hardened, they resist the truth of the gospel. They have no spiritual sensitivity because of the way they indulge their sensual appetites. So they indulge themselves in pleasing their flesh, their natural desires, in all kinds of impurity. They are never satisfied, but continually lust after ways that are even more ungodly. Well, that's a good description, isn't it, of how people that don't know the Lord, the ungodly, that's how they live, and that's the kind of society in which, uh, in which we live today. But then Paul contrasts the life of a Christian with that. He says, You never came to know Christ by living in such ways. No, you heard about him when you were taught the truth of the gospel, for the truth is only to be found in Jesus. That is so true. I mean, it's so important for us to understand because Jesus said, I, I am the truth. And, you know, his spirit is the spirit of truth and his words are the words of truth. So truth is only to be found in Jesus. As far as your former way of life is concerned, Paul says, you were taught from the very beginning to put off your old sinful nature, that old self that was corrupted by its deceitful desires. Instead, you were made new with a totally different mindset and you made the decision to put on the new life which enables you to become what God wants you to be, living in ways that are right in his eyes, being his holy people, set apart from the world to live the life of his kingdom here on earth. So how does Paul contrast the mature and the immature then? The immature have not really fully repented in the sense that they haven't turned away from worldliness in all its forms. They're still flirting with the world. It's as if they've still got one foot in the world and one in the kingdom. Or um, another scenario is they have not yet adopted the lifestyle of God's kingdom fully. Um, they're not, they have not yet become men and women of the word, men and women of the spirit. They might be at the stage where they know the gospel because they've been in churches for years and have heard the gospel, but they have not yet applied the gospel. So Paul speaks here and elsewhere that, that immature people, you see, they're still judging. They're still taking offense when they get hurt. Uh, by others, they they fail to forgive. All that is signs of immaturity. They don't apply the gospel. They know that Jesus says, judge not, but they still judge. They know that Jesus has said, you must forgive, but they still are full of unforgiveness. They know it is wrong to take offense, but they still take offense. That's the immature, but God has called us all to maturity. 
You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 